Hey y'all, it's Friday. That could mean only one thing. Seem to mean two things, but the one thing it means right now is means is it means we are backstage at the Bluebird. I am Johnny Ellis, and with me, as always, is Andrew Jones. I'm distraught. Distraught? Why I'm you distraught? distraught. Either Kong or Godzilla is dead, but depending on uh, where, which yeah. one has happened two days ago. Godzilla, surely. How dare you? You think? You think Kong's got that beat? He's got to look after an autistic child as well, who is his new best friend. That's too distracting. He's going to get distracted and then die. That's what's happened. Oh, we've definitely watched by now. Well, I tell you what, we have watched. Well, I tell you what, we you know you know what connects us there? Kong, Kong, Godzilla. They fighting, right? Right, right. And who who's one of the humans in there? Um, Kyle Chandler from Friday Night Lights. Coach, oh, right. who's Mrs. Coach from Friday Night Lights? Connie Britton, Rena James. Oh, she's in the show that we're watching. What? We're watching she, Promising Young Woman. We're watching Nashville. We're we're talking Nashville season two, episode seven. She's got you. We're backstage at the Bluebird. We are backstage at Bluebird. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, we're talking at season two, episode seven. She's got you, named after a Patsy Cline song, which was covered by Roseanne Cash. Who? Roseanne Cash. Mm, I feel Cash like that's singer. a name I should be familiar with, but uh, you've never she is mentioned. A very good, she is a very good singer. What's her relationship, her. sorry? She's uh, Johnny Cash's daughter. Ah, now is she Johnny Cash's daughter or is she Deacon Claiborne's daughter? Johnny <laughs> Cash <laughs> everyone, to look after. Yeah, yeah everyone, everyone turns out it's Deacon Claiborne's Deacon daughter. Deacon Claiborne has super spell. Yeah. Um, directed by, do you know who this was? Do you know who, the, who this was directed by? Adam Wingard. Nope. Um, it's, it's got the Kong versus Godzilla references we love so much. <laughs> it was his first of three episodes. Oh, is it he? Um, yep. Um, Mario Van Peebles. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, no, not Jesus Christ. Sweet, sweet back. Well. Yeah, Mario That's... Van Peebles. I saw the name and I was like, where do I know that name from? And I looked him up and wouldn't you, wouldn't you know it? Sweet Sweetback. Have you seen Sweet Sweetback's Badass? No, sweet, sweet, Sweetback's Badass song. song. I saw it at BFI. It's quite good. Okay. Um, yeah, first of three episodes, so he comes back. Because I, I was wondering if you were going to kind of take note of who directed when you mentioned uh, there's a shot of a, from the inside of a fridge. <laughs> yeah, I was interested. It's, it, the start was very stylistically interesting. Yeah, and at that point, it's exciting. The director's name hadn't popped up, and I was like, no. oh, I wonder if he's going to say something. Um, I, I clearly missed it. I don't know what was going on at that moment, yeah. and I missed out on that. I usually look out for those things, but I didn't. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, yeah. Uh, written by... Did you Did you look I out? I didn't see that either, that's the thing. Written by uh, Deborah Fordham, no relation to Jeff Fordham. Oh. Um, so Jeff of... Fordham, we know he is two things. Oh, we know this. <laughs> you brought it up. <laughs> we know he loves counting beans. We know this. And he parks a car in Harvard Yard. We know this. Okay. Um, this is her first of her first of uh, nine episodes. Wow. Um, she wrote for Heart of Dixie, oh. and um, she uh, was um, in. She, I um, think she was a. I think she was a writer for Scrubs. No Scrubs. Oh. Uh, she she turns she up. In, soul, no scrubs. She she turns up in Scrubs season eight episode thirteen. Your favorite season, right? Season eight. It's a good season. Yeah, that's a legitimately good season. 
It's just, sorry, your second favourite season after season nine. How dare you, med school um, <laughs> Now, your joke would be your second favourite season is season nine, your first favourite season is season seven. That's how you say fuck you to a Scrubs fan. <laughs> What's wrong with season seven? It's bad. It's all out of order. Oh. And it ends with a Princess Bride riff, which is terrible. Princess Bride? Oh, God, is that Princess the... Princess Bride episode. Where, um... Uh... Thingy... Dr. Cox is telling his kid a story. Probably. I don't um, remember much about it because it's such a terrible, out-of-place episode. But it's because it was like a fantasy episode. They made it a finale. It's like, no! Oh, this this yeah. is nothing. What have you done? Didn't know that's a finale. I, I've seen that episode many times. It always pops up on E4 and whatnot. It's a good job it got cancelled off NBC and went to ABC to get picked up for a final run where it's a bit more sensible. Mm. Well, let's talk more sensible stuff uh, like Nashville season. Oh, yeah, no, two, it's not like seven. a. I, I don't think there has been a podcast that's broken ground on discussing Scrubs, so it's good that we started doing that. Yes. Um, <laughs> well, uh, we start off with Nashville. Are we, are, in... we, are we fake doctors? Are we real friends? We're we're real friends for sure, but we have been faking our doctorates. I've been going around giving tracheotomies to so many people. <laughs> Maybe you have, but I uh, studied for years. I'm a doctor. But what have you been studying? The human form. Yes, just the human form. Uh, you are a resident alien. Yes. Is that any good? Nope. Oh. Well, let's that talk about a storyline about uh, a uh, what, a random character who's dealing with the fact that maybe someone else in town is her long lost child, and it's like, why is this here? This is about an alien looking for a spaceship. What the fuck? <laughs> why are we wasting twenty minutes every week on this nothing? Well, let's Sorry, uh, Mac- let's Nashville. Let's talk about yeah. M- sure asterisk good. A asterisk S asterisk <laughs> Hville. Um, yeah, Nashville. We we start off this episode in. Nah. Texas. What? Houston, Texas. Houston. Houston, Texas. Houston, Texas. Um, and we hear the radio, uh, um, KCUT, uh, 105.2. Uh, Bobby Delmont is talking about Juliet's big tour, which is okay. kicking off two sold-out shows in uh, Houston, Texas. Um, now, question. Yes. Deborah Fordham. Life. Any relation to uh, Quentin Tarantino, the writer and director of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Because they're using the same motif of information whilst driving from the radio. <laughs> I got this excited exactly for a second. I thought you were being genuine. Um, they are being genuine. Right? <laughs> are they related? Believe, I don't believe so, no. Don't believe so, um, but you feel. I feel it in my heart. Um, <laughs> and um, yeah, they're talking about um, Juliet's big tour. She's got a new but, tour. But Uh-oh. Layla James is also there. Layla James. Layla. Holy sh! No, hold Layla on a second. Grant. Layla Grant. Layla, 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 Layla Grant. I know. Uh, I've gone ahead Rainer, of myself. Rainer forgot about. Rainer had a third child. <laughs> That's right. I'm suggesting Daphne might also be a a deacon baby. Stop getting ahead of yourself. Um, well, we're well, going to talk about getting ahead. That's it. Well. <laughs> Yeah, um, uh, Bobby Delmont is talking about uh, Layla now, and he's saying that she might be better than Juliet. Um, That's what everyone's excited about. It's a, it's, it's, it's a Juliet tour. It's a Your Dream Dies Here tour, right? Yes. Yep. 
Um, it, but, no hope. Enter all ye who fear life. Tour. What's it called? I can't remember now. I didn't write it down because I I was more interested in Layla. Wow. Well, what's Layla's part of the tour called? She exists. That's that's her part. She of exists, the tour. and someone calls her Layla James because she yes. thinks she's actually the new queen of country music. Yes, she's the new queen of country music. Um, speaking of uh, queen of country music, uh, Raina James back at home in Nashville, is on the phone to Leek Wheeler. Right. Um, and they're being all cutesy on the phone. Okay. Uh, she she wants to get together to um, to fill out some paperwork to get um, Scarlett on the tour with Luke. And he says, yeah, why don't you come see me and we can get that paperwork done. And <laughs> where is he doing this conversation at this moment? In his office, isn't it? What's his office look like? Big. Is it Big. He's got oh, a big yeah. office. Big office. Whoa, could you imagine being country music star with a big office? Big office or a big Two boy. things I like. Country music, paperwork. <laughs> um, uh, it's, so... it's just like peanut butter and cherry. <laughs> anyway, she hangs up on um, Luke Wheeler just out of the blue. Um, midway like, oh, okay, but... <laughs> and, um, and she chats to Tandy. It's another sister catch-up. I love these sister catch Classic sister catch Raina is saying that men are her last priority right now. Um, what do you mean? Daphne comes on in and she snitches on Maddie because uh, Maddie doesn't want to sing at Teddy's wedding. Um, Teddy's getting married. Yep, Teddy's Teddy's getting married to... Um, Teddy? Pe- Teddy and Teddy. Teddy's getting married to Pete. Yep. Margaret's changed her name to um, Pete. It could have been cool. And Maddie doesn't want to sing at the reception, uh, so she's not practicing. And... Uh, and Daphne's been a little snitch. Um, you know what <laughs> Yes, exactly. We get the witches um, on premium VOD. <laughs> which is Raina even scarier than any snitches, let me tell you that much. Raina, meanwhile, is still uh, getting ahead around the fact that Peggy, Peggy Kenter is going to be part of this family. She says, how did that happen? And <laughs> Tandy says, well, Teddy couldn't keep it out of his pants. In his pants, rather. And what's, what's the it they're referring to? Can we just be clear? Pennywise. He floats down there. Yeah. Um, beat, beat, Peggy. But, um, you know, Rena quickly shuts Tandy up and says, the kids don't know that, you know, that Peggy's pregnant. Like Teddy, um, Rena has told Tandy to zip. Yep. Yes. <laughs> yep, she's basically told her to, to zip. Explains it. <laughs> Um, and the kids aren't going to find out today, for sure. Yeah. Um, Deacon, meanwhile, hey, he's out, he's out of milk. So much drama going on in Deacon's uh, house. But for uh, but he needs milk for coffees and for cereal, cereals, um, and for baking cookies. Yeah. Well, he's out of milk, and um. Turns out Avery's used it all because Avery's staying over. The Bungalow Boys gets a new location and a new antagonist in Deacon. Because Deacon is doesn't like Avery. Is Deacon's place a bungalow? Uh, it is now. Oh, boy. I feel there's a stair somewhere. They, um, they I know thought... there's a stairway up, but <laughs> internal stairs I'm talking about here. Well, Avery and Scarlet thought that Deacon wasn't going to be around. Uh, but where would Deacon go? He could go to uh, Megan Noy, lawyer. He doesn't stay at her place. She stays at his place. Yeah, that's true. 
You've never yes. seen her place. Yeah, that's true. She just she she lives out by the bins. She lives in her office because it's just as big as Luke Wheeler's. <laughs> um, Zoe and Gunner are together. They're like they're all cutesy and coupley because they're cute and the couple. They're laying um, down and their heads are next to each other, but their bodies are the furthest apart from each yes, other. Yes, that's true. Um, you know, which means it's like it's, it's like it's like a failed sixty-nine. <laughs> um. <laughs> So they're, they're hanging out I mean, together. Can, and... can you believe that kind of a fail at everything? <laughs> it's just, it's just so, so like mean. Um, Are we? And Zoe, uh, Zoe says, you know, this is nice that uh, Will's out on tour. We should go on, go off on tour more often. It's nice to be alone together. And he says, you know, you live alone. And she says, yeah, I do. But Scarlet's got the keys, so it's probably not a good idea for us to hang out at my place in case Scarlet just turns out and finds out. Yeah. Turns up and finds out that we're screwing. They're gonna, we're gonna hang out together again. I know. Those two well, make for each other. That's the only time I could understand Gunnar was when he was finally accepting and embracing Will for those five seconds. <laughs> well, no, no, no time to dwell on that because uh, it's always Gunnar gets Gunnar gets a call from Jeff. Cafe. He says, "How's it going, dude?" Um, Is that the sound? Well, of a being, oh, that's what uh, Gunnar says. Yes. I was going to say, because uh, a Harvard man will not answer the phone with the word d- dude. The gentleman of Harvard would instead invite you to enter his cannibal chamber and then do horrible things. <laughs> well, um, Jeff is inviting uh, Gunnar for lunch for a meeting tomorrow. What kind of lunch? Wants, he, he wants that song. Um, what Jack Potatoes? Jack, yeah, beans. <laughs> All right, okay. Sausage yeah. and mash and yep. baked Bean. beans. Yep. How many? Oh, that's Who the big say? question. Have you can say it's part of the game. It's, <laughs> There's it, only it, one person that can help us. It's a meal and entertainment at the same time. <laughs> got, got to count them beans. Um, uh, Scarlet turns up at Rainer's, and Rainer has got the contract. Oh, so Scarlet has a key to Raiders. It's good job that uh, Raider isn't also making out with Gunner. (laughs) No, she's done that already. We didn't see it. (laughs) Um, I'm now going to see that in my nightmares. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. Um, So, yeah, she's she's about to join Luke Wheeler's tour. Um, Tomorrow she leaves. Tomorrow? Yep. She's leaving tomorrow. (laughs) She's going to be a pre-opener. Uh, she's going to have three songs and then get off. Um, who with? We don't know. Right. Um, so this is when they're opening the merch stand? This is when they're just letting people into the arena? She's going to be up on stage already singing? Yep, looks like it. Ugh. Um, and so uh, Scarlet signs the contract with her left hand. She's left-handed. Don't think I noticed that before. Do you have a problem with people with left hands? Well, you said they were evil or something. No, I said, oh, Sinister, because that's the sinister. term that's called the Sinister Side. You just wanted to watch Sinister, didn't you? I wanted to talk about Sinestra. <laughs> um, well, back in uh, Houston, Texas, um, Juliet is not happy about Layla uh, getting so much airtime. Um, but no time to dwell on that because Charlie's turned up. How is half it never of, time um, to dwell on things? Half of Charlivia has turned up. You are really. <laughs> what? This is, this is uncle. No, he's not an uncle. He's he's a fuck buddy. He's not a. It's Charlie. He can't afford to be a fuck buddy. 
How did he get to Houston? Um, with his body by his private jet, because he is rich, but you uh, seem you to mean? be <laughs> dead set on him being poor. How could anyone afford a private jet? He, he probably can't even afford a newspaper. <laughs> well, um, well, uh, he he bumps he bumps into Juliet and calls her a jackass. <laughs> no, that's later. Um, <laughs> Bumps into Juliet and Glenn, not Bucky. Glenn, Glenn. yes, Glenn. Um, and Glenn He's says, "Well, I'll, Glenn says, I'll, um, I can hook you up with a free ticket if you want to come and see the show." And he says, "I can't do that because I'm busy. I've, you know, I'm a rich guy. I've got He's poor. He do. can't afford <laughs> to. Time is money, and even if it's a free ticket, it's time wasted <laughs> where he could be, you know, begging." Um. So Glenn kind of awkwardly goes, okay, well, I'll leave you two to uh, catch up, as the kids call it these days, apparently. Um, wow. He's uh, hip. <laughs> and they quickly get down to business. What, um, what business is this? Oh, well. Uh, they they get back into uh, Juliet's uh, dressing room and start having a little kiss here and there. And, what? And then she says, I've only got an hour because I've got press stuff to do in an hour. And he no, says, why don't we just call it? Yeah, he says, why don't you just call it off? She says, I can't. Um, I've got to bow down to all these press people. And he says, you are the new queen of country music. He thinks he's talking to Leila Seaboy. Um, and he says, you shouldn't have to bow down to anyone. And she says, oh, I shouldn't have to bow down to anyone. As she gets on her knees and unbuckles why, why is Will Lexington not the queen of country music? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, gotta, yes. Gotta ask yourself, should be. why is she genderize everything? That's true. That, that is true. Um, Teddy yeah, has come to... So she's bowing down, bowing, bowing down to him. Bowing down. Taking off his uh, belt and everything. Before. Yep. <laughs> Where's well, rehearsal, I guess. Um, she says, Teddy... it's a sound check. Mic check. One, two, one, two. Give, give, give a blow on it. Just get off a little bit. <laughs> um... Daddy has come to pick the kids up um, to pick up dresses and shoes for the wedding. And then he's going to drop um, the kids off at the pool. Yes. <laughs> uh, and Raina says, you know, just a head, heads up, Teddy. Maddie doesn't want to sing at the wedding. Um, I think she she feels you're getting married to the woman who wrecked our marriage. Well, that's awkward because um, as as mayor of Nashville, he has just passed a law in which all Maddies have to perform their wedding day last year. Wait till she finds out that. That's a, it's, it's been very uh, inappropriate. A lot of people have changed their name to Madeline just to make sure. <laughs> um, and um, <laughs> this 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 mayoral stuff is controversially seemed very insular. And so he's not doing a good job for anyone outside of himself. Yeah. Well, Raina goes to grab Maddie, and uh, Maddie says, "You know, this new wife is always going to be more important." And she says, "What if?" What if they have kids of their own? Like, imagine, imagine a scenario where they have kids of their own. Well, where Theodore has somehow made Margaret pregnant. Yeah, that's unimaginable. Never gonna um, happen. But, um, but Maddie's made the decision. She wants to. Uh, she wants to see Deacon. She wants to hang out with her real dad. Thank you very much, Papa. Yes, and then we get the title. We are in Houston. Uh, we're in Nashville. Oh, and Houston. But it doesn't yeah. say Houston on the thing. It just says. Nashville. I would like it to say Nashville, and then in the corner, and then yeah, someone put a thing up a sign saying, "And and Houston for this would, week." 
Would Houston be an old text? Old text or new text? Uh, old font. It would be. It would be Comic Sans. It'd be Squidward. Comic Sans. (laughs) It'd be in like some sort of yellowy kind of bright font. Yeah, that's fair enough. Well, Raina and Tandy are catching up again. Sisters oh. catching up. Oh, I love this. So we're catching um, up at this point. They're caught up. Now they're just hanging out and wasting time. Yeah. yeah. There's, not, there's not much new business going on. What's, I mean, there's literally no new business in there. <laughs> True. Um, well, uh, <laughs> Raina uh, is concerned. You know, Maddie wants to see Deacon. She just wants to protect herself and her family. She wishes she could put Deacon in a box somewhere. Um in the box. Bury it. <laughs> and um and she says, you know, uh well Tandy makes the point that if Maddie wants a relationship with Deacon, that means you're gonna have to have a relationship with Deacon as well. So say goodbye to uh Luke Deacon, Wheeler. Michael. <laughs> say goodbye to um, Wheeler. Wheeler, yep. Oh. Luke Wheeler, who is trying to get his claws into her. Aquila, the uh, time-travelling pod. That was the basis of a a TV show on CBBC back in the day. I've never heard of that. It was like this red pod which uh, these kids got into and travelled through time. I have no idea what... I I have nothing to add to that. So we're at... (laughs) Of course we are now the Aquila podcast. (laughs) Um... We're at the press event for Juliet, and uh, Bobby Delmont is there. Uh, um, and he kind of goes up to Juliet, he puts his arms around her, he's like, oh, nice to see you, and she kind of... He's very pleasant and kind and sweet. Yeah, and kind. He's I like him. He's a good guy. Um, she pushes his hands off her, and she says, Wait. what's the problem? And she says, I'm not 17 and desperate anymore. Uh, I don't need you. I don't need no man. And walks off. So he moves on to Layla. And uh, Layla is all over him. She sits on his lap. Because, uh, you know, he is called Santa Claus for a reason. That's what they call him. Santa Claus. We'll find out why later. Um, Raina, meanwhile, uh, goes to Deacons and says, Listen, Maddie, remember your daughter? Your daughter Maddie? She she wants to see you. How do you feel about that? And he says, well, how do you feel about it? And she says, well, it, it worries me. Um, and he says, yeah, it probably was a lot easier when I was just Uncle Deacon, wasn't it? Remember when you were lying to me all those years? Yeah, it's probably easier for you, wasn't it? Good time. Good time. Um, and he says he wants to do right by Maddie. Um, Raina, all Raina cares about is she just wants to know that she can count on uh, Deacon. Like, uh, like Jeff counts on beans. It's <laughs> kind of bad in that one. Um... <laughs> No. <laughs> like Jeff counts on beans because he's a bean counter. Um, Teddy and Peggy are talking about Maddie. Um, Peggy does not want to postpone marriage, the wedding, rather, which is what Teddy's thinking about. Because if Maddie doesn't want to sing, then what's the point? Um, but she says, you know, if we postpone, it's saying it sends the wrong message to Maddie and to to your consti- constituents. Because it says to your constituents that you are indecisive. It says indecisiveness is what it says. So, yeah. Just got to try and convince Maddie to fucking sing. Um, Avery comes back. Sing? What are you talking about? Yeah, well. It's, it's, it's choosing when to use your talents and your heart song. Yeah. 
It's like happy feet. <laughs> you could just turn this around and be like, I want Daphne to sing my real daughter. Thank you very yeah. much. <laughs> and then she'll be like, now I'm desperate to be a part of the family. And so Maddie will, you know, declare the law in which she is forced to sing a triumph. Well, speaking of desperate to be part of the family, um, Avery, who's desperate to be uh, Deacon's um, new number nephew, one nephew in law, um, <laughs> has brought some milk back to him because he, he used up all the milk. Um, oh, well, he's um, the one responsible for the milk usage. Yeah. That's why, he, did you not see how angry Deacon was? Yeah, I thought it was just in general the idea that he was sleeping with Scarlet. Oh, yeah, that too. But That, like, was, that was my main thing, was but, like, oh, this But guy. Avery was sat there with a bowl of cereal. <laughs> I assumed he was having it dry. He seems like a dry boy. <laughs> um, and Deacon says to Avery, you know, I don't want to talk about this morning, ever. Um, so Avery says, well, why am I here then? And he says, you're here because you still play the guitar, don't you? And he says, yeah, every day. And he every says, day. right, so play for me at an, op- at an open mic night tonight. Um, it's not going to be at the Bluebird. What? Fuck you then, Deacon. Um, what the fuck, Deke? One thing uh, we've got. It's going to be played at uh, Shotgun Sally's in Murfreesboro. Um, Murfreesboro? Yeah, Murfreesboro. Um, Avery says, so. why are you asking me? And um, he says... Deacon says he doesn't want to look like an idiot in front of people he respects. <laughs> so um, that's I'm, I'm going to say this once, and I think truly this is the only time it could have be used. Bazinga. <laughs> yeah, I thought you liked that. Um, so that's why he's not going to the Bluebird, because no one's going to know him at Shotgun Sally's, except for Sally with that shotgun. Yeah, um, last time she used that. <laughs> she got the front seat of the car. She blew the doors down. She blew this. <laughs> um, Juliet is uh, singing hypnotising to her loving crowd. Um, and Are you going to ask what I think of this song? Have you not heard this song before? Are you going to ask what I think of this song? What, you ask me sometimes. What do you think? What do you think of this song? I think I've heard this song before. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I didn't ask, see? Uh, <laughs> Um, Will and Layla are off to the sides and Will says, are you ready to hit the town? And Layla says, well, I'm kind of ready to hit something else tonight, if you know what I mean. I mean, I don't know what you mean. Oh. Um, and, up on a fence post. And Will says, uh, listen, listen here, love. We are just a business arrangement. You're not supposed to blow the bloody doors off. Um, <laughs> don't know why I went. What does that mean in that context? Oh no! We'll never Joey, find you must know you've had your doors blown off, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how get we started. Right off, get your doors blown off. Um. So uh, he says, "Let's start with dinner." You know, we'll we'll, we'll go for a dinner together. And they walk out and they bump into uh, Brent. Um, Brent Spiner. Brent... Data. <laughs> Brent is um. What? <laughs> Brent is the the assistant to Jeff, who Will had a little thing with. So Jeff, uh, so Brent knows that Will is gay. Um, Wait, a little thing. But <laughs> oh yeah, which turned into a big thing the more he rubbed it. Um, <laughs> I would like to see that. Um, but Brent's got a new boyfriend, a new a new toy toy boy called Craig Hale. Craig All Hale. hail Craig! All hail Craig! Um, 
and he suggests why don't we have a little double dinner date and uh will says nope we've got plans see ya and he takes Layla's hand and walks off uh juliet finishes the song and as she's finishing she notices that the press seats are all empty they left after Layla's set because um <sighs> they did it only there's two people in the press section yeah i know but the majority of them left because Bobby Delman said so. Said to leave. Bobby Delman. He has. He is. Uh, he's got a lot of pull in this in this town. It's and it's not big enough he, for two of them. He, he's touched a lot of lives. Yeah. <laughs> and when we say lives, we mean girls. Um, the next morning, <laughs> you, you uh, did the quiet part loud. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> you made you made the subtext <laughs> the only text. Um, the next morning, Twitter is blowing up. About, um What is was his thing with Trump said? Everyone's everyone's saying, "What's you know? Did anyone actually stay after Layla's set? Was there any point in staying and hanging around to watch uh, to watch Scarlet? Not Scarlet. Um, Juliet. Well, should you watch Juliet Barnes, the Queen of Country, the one they actually love, the one who t- telescope, the one the song yep. they love so much. Yeah. Why are they dissing on this girl? Because Layla exists now. Um, and, she's uh, not very interesting. Yeah. What does she do? She does three songs and out. Well, <laughs> not paying fifty to eighty dollars to watch, Something. you know, three songs Layla from her, two good. songs from this, you know, guy who's trying to be straight, <laughs> and then walk out, are you? Mm. Um, well, she's uh, Juliet is not happy. Um, Charlie tries to take her mind off things, and he says, "Why don't you just?" Um, Bite my well, finger. <laughs> exactly. Um, he says, why don't you just turn, put that phone away and come look at this instead? He, he means his dick. Um, no, and... no, this is a problem because I don't know if he knows how to put phones away because he's never had a phone in his life. He's Aww. never been able to afford telecommunications. His only communication has been... Pretty verbal. sure he invented the phone that she's looking at. Um and she says to Charlie, you know, you're the one that told me to blow Delmon off. And now... Uh, no, I, I, you're using the word off. <laughs> and she says, um, she said, now I'm remembering um, why you're supposed to give Santa what he wants. Um, and they call Bobby Delmont Santa because... Ho, ho, ho. Yeah, because young girls have to sit on his lap to get airplay. Um, I don't recall Santa ever giving people airplay. He gave me airplay. Oh dear. Um, Did you take a ride in his sleigh? Oh yeah. Um, Did you feel around his sack? But she... Did you unwrap what you wanted? (laughs) But Juliet says to um, to Charlie... Did you feed yourself with all his milk? (laughs) Juliet says to Charlie, you you, you have no idea what it's like being a girl in this business. Did he show you how he feeds his carrot to the reindeer? (laughs) Is this what he does? Is this what he did to you, Johnny? Got any more? I'm asking you. A gentleman never tells. But I'm no gentleman. Uh, um, but yeah. How Juliet was his belly? Julia says, if you're pretty, you're asked to do more. He'd check you oh. twice. <laughs> Are you naughty, You're still Johnny? going. Are you nice? You're still going. That's what I said to him. Um, I think that's what he's asking you. That's what... Because he nudist. He nudist. No, he's nudist. He's nudist. <laughs> um, meanwhile, Gunnar is meeting Jeff. Um, he Jeff, tells, Jeff. He tells Jeff. 
brother of the writer. Yes, Jeff, brother of the writer. Uh, what's his key components? He's played by Oliver Hudson. He's he likes Hudson. Ford. He likes Ford he cars, and he likes hams. That's why he's Jeff Ford. He loves ham, and he uh, runs Asia Records. He's nothing else. There's nothing else about him. That's it. Oh, he counts beans. Ah, yes, he's a he's a counter of beans. Yep, he uh, comes from Harvard. Can't believe this Harvard. is never going to fucking end. And, he's uh, in this show for a good while. Uh, you're not going to be in this show for a good while, that's right then. And uh, I believe, if I recall correctly, also the only thing he ever does is call concerts in which uh, shareholders attend. Yes, that's like it's one thing he chooses to do every yep. fucking episode. Yep. In fact, um, well, you, know, you know, Ari has to get uh, the studio to say it's a sign off on Vince's thing, and Jeff has to assemble a new concert for some shareholders every week. <laughs> um, well, Gunner tells Jeff, you know, that song I was saving for myself to release myself, um, and he says, if you like what we, what you hear, we can work something out. Like, uh, you get me a record deal, or get me on a tour. Um, I can be an opening, opening, opening act for Juliet. Um, Gunner's just looking for a break. He says yeah, if you can he's help. blackmailing his way through. <laughs> he says, if you can help, the song's yours. Blackmail? What do you want, what do you want about blackmail? He's just, you know... If, Sorry. If Jeff scratches Gunner's back, Gunner scratches Yes. Um, Teddy is with Maddie, and he's telling... Maddie that uh, he cares about her but he also cares about Peggy too uh, but he tells Maddie you know you're my first girl you'll always be my first girl which is weird because his first girl daughter wise is actually Ma- uh, Daphne Definitely. not Maddie because well, Maddie, Maddie is, Maddie is uh, you know the uh, the scourge of the shelving unit industry <laughs> <laughs> they're plotting their revenge as we speak can I um, come and get you they're meeting on Ikea um, Luke Thank Wheeler. Shall we go and take that party? Luke Wheeler is um on his seven hundred acre property with um Rainer. Uh, he's saying, you know, I bought this after my divorce. This this is the spot. What did he say? He bought he bought the seven hundred acres after it. his divorce. He bought well, well, um, and he says he bought it for this very spot that I'm going to take you to. Look at this view, isn't it? Okay, um, it's some field and there's a river. Yeah, it's fine. And there's a house in the background. Which yep. uh, one thing I know about that house? Gone. There's an office, big office. Yes, yeah, it's just a big office. Just one big office. And he says he's the luckiest bastard on the planet. And um, that's um, interesting. I didn't realize his parents were unmarried at the time of birth, just <laughs> like Maddie's parents. <laughs> and he says, um, uh. Horses, uh, well, he's got sta- he's got two stables, um, because right. horses are his passion, uh, because he grew up in Kentucky, um, and that's what got him to sign on to Edge Hill because, um, Jeff gave him prize winning, uh, prize winning der- derby horse. Derby. He laid down a bunch of beans and led some derby horses towards the stables. Um, Raina doesn't like talking about Jeff, she doesn't like anyone right now, especially not Jeff. Um, and her husband, and her husband. Like Scarlet. Oh, everyone likes Scarlet. Um, Can't not like Scarlet. She's the best. But her husband's about her ex-husband's about to get married, probably right this second. Um, and Luke says, "Hey, don't worry. I've I've had that happen too. They've got something in common. How cute is that?" 
and he says you need a coping mechanism so they go off looking for a coping mechanism i wonder what coping mechanism they will find in america heroin um it's heroin deacon is uh through the toes <laughs> deacon's practicing uh you're the kind of trouble that we heard last week um not on piano this time because avery is on the guitar um and deacon is just stood in front of a microphone with no guitar he's been all stiff Avery stops standing there like he's uh, not been told to do anything. Yeah. Avery stops playing. He says, oh, well, maybe you should try moving around a little bit. Um, And And this is when we get a bit chip, Eston. Deacon's Deacon's idea of moving around a little bit is just shaking. It's weird interpretive Um, dancing, really. Unnatural. It's it's a lot of, you know, putting your hands out and it's like dream girls. He's doing dream girls. (laughs) Well, Avery stops him again and says, just look, be more natural. And he says, well, there's nothing natural about this. And then he grabs the microphone stand and it collapses down. Oh, the hijinks they're getting into. Stick. Stick. We call that. Um, whose line is it anyway? You know? um, <laughs> Juliet is at rehearsal. Um, she's, she's getting ready for her next gig. And she finds out Bobby Delman has just gotten fired. What? After she told her fuck buddy who's super rich and owns like 800 radio stations about yeah, what Bobby, Bobby Delmont is house. actually like. Um, Will and Brent getting... Look, I'm, uh, I'm sorry, because, you know, the, the, the destruction of journalism is a problem, but uh, if you go tubing, there's no going back. <laughs> Will and Brent are in an elevator, get, ed, uh, an elevator together. Lift. Um, and uh, we're in America. It's an elevator. No, um, but we're able to say lift if we well, can't we're say backstage at Bluebird. You're, you're struggling to say the word elevator. I'm giving yeah. you a word that's easier for you to say if your mouth is going, <laughs> no, I reject this word. Lift. Um, well, yeah, they're in that together. And um, Brent they're says... Together. <laughs> yes, they are. They're getting up together. Brent, Brent says, hey, we missed you last night at dinner. It's a shame you didn't come with, come with us. And he s- Will says, I doubt it. He says, uh, who's the new kid that... You've got with you, you know, squeeze, a huh? boy. T- <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, Brent says, "Oh, well, we've been dating in Nashville, and I, we decided to take a trip together." So Will says, "Oh, so is he your 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 boyfriend or something?" And um, Brent says, "Why why do you care?" Says, Will says, "I don't I don't care." He says, uh, "Well, Brent says, well, unlike some people, I like my romantic relationships to actually mean something." Mm-hmm. Does a Z snap and walks out the lift. I think that moment was a little bit over the top. I don't know why they did that. That's a, that's a people's choice. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, this this episode was nominated for a people's choice award. Yes. <laughs> um, Raina and Luke have found a coping mechanism. Any guesses? Now, um, way to cope in America. Way to cope in America. America. And Deep I did suggest America. opioids because there is an epidemic. Right. And I've seen the film Cherry, which deals with that. And it's, uh, you know, it's a passion project. You can feel the passion through every frame of the two hours and 25 minutes of that. Uh, so, heroin? I guess uh, no, guns. Oh, shooting. the other other white babies. Yeah. <laughs> they're, um, they're shooting guns together. They're shooting, well, they're not shooting guns. They're shooting with guns. And they well, are shooting, By the time this episode uh, comes out, uh, that starts to stop being as much of a problem because the government has taken hold finally. <laughs> after a week of shootings again oh yeah yeah because that would happen i mean um, but what if <laughs> like kate winslet once asked in the soundtrack of a christmas carol the animated version what if 
<laughs> Deep cut. Um, uh, thank you. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, they're shooting their guns and... Um, Ka-chow. Ka-chow. And Luke says, you know, don't worry, it gets easy- easier. What do they shoot their guns um, um, bottles. Bottles. Horses? That are in front of people. But we don't see the people. We don't see the people. Um, and, uh... Some crazy bottles yeah, of... Cough syrup? Alcohol, I believe. Alcoholic helps with the aim. Yeah, it helps with oh. the aim. Um, and he says, he says, you know, it gets easier. Uh, dealing with the ex and the in-laws and all that jazz. And then he does jazz hands, it's weird. Um, Showtime, he says. And she says, you know, handing over keys to your kids scares her. Um, and she says to uh, Luke, you know, you, you surprise me. This whole place surprises me and me being here surprises me. And he says, well, how about this for a surprise? And gives her a big old kiss on her lips. How cute. Luke Sounds out. Guns out. Luke so wants her. Um, he, uh, he's, uh, he's, he's always behind the wheeler. The problem <laughs> is uh, he shouldn't drink and drive. And that man is now thirsty. Do you know who else is behind the wheel right, right now? Deacon. He Deacon. is... Big Deke, um, Big Deke and Avery are having a little road trip to Shotgun Sally's. Woo! And um, Avery says, well, why is Shotgun Sally's? Like, I know no one's going to be there that you, that you love or respect, so they won't be able to judge you. But why this particular place? And he says, well, it was the first place I ever got the nerve to go up and sing. And Avery says, well, how'd it go? And uh, Deacon says, it, it went good. He said, uh, I thought they would kick me out, but they didn't. Um... But Avery says, you know, have you actually stepped foot in the Bluebird since the accident? Like, even to have a coffee? Um, and Avery should know this because he's a barback, so he should Yes. And he says, you know, the people there miss you. Um, are you just going to avoid everyone since the accident? Because, yeah, that's a great plan. I think he's being sarcastic. No, um, he's well, That's what I do after accidents. Yeah. I avoid it. I mean, after the accident of COVID, I've avoided everyone for every year now, so. Yeah. Um, well, um... Deacon says there's a look that people get when you disappoint them. And he says, I'm getting tired of that damn look. And he drives on into the night. Into the dark, dark night. Um, <laughs> don't know why it went so dark then. Um, it's Teddy and Peggy's wedding now. What? And it is the most boring wedding I've ever seen on screen. That can't be true. So boring, isn't it? Have like, you seen The Deer Hunter? That wedding lasted no. an hour and ten minutes. It took me a few seconds to realise it was a wedding. Like, they're cutting a cake and, and it's supposed to be exciting, but the, the guests don't feel excited. It's both of their second happy. weddings. Yeah, I suppose so. It's nothing um, special. It's just getting my, away because of potential pregnancies. In my notes here, I put that Maddie gets the right idea and walks away with Daphne. Um, but then I realised she walks away to get up on stage and play some music. Uh, she's decided she is going to play for her dad instead. Uh, if, in well, if, if she got on stage and you still said it was the right idea, what song would you assume she'd start playing with? Fuck in you. This... Fuck you. I won't do what you tell me. Yeah. You're Rage Against the Machine? Yes. The song they do sing is uh, Share With You. Uh, what do you think about this extended sequence of a song? It's nice to see them together again. For 25 seconds? Yeah. 
Yeah. That's nice. You need more. Daphne's got a nice, cute, proud, beaming smile. Yeah. But also kind of this, like, nervousness. Uh, yeah, they are a really good duo. Yeah, they are. Um, well, we're back with Juliet now. Uh, she's asking Charlie if he fired Bobby Delman, and he says yes, because he's a creep and good riddance, and you should be thanking me. And she says, well, you know, if you want to, um, if you want to help me, you get him back his job immediately, because what have I got to moan about if he's not around? What have I got to moan about? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Really? Okay. Um, Raina and Luke are in bed together. They've just done the deed. What key is that? The deed the of, the of the their guns off. Uh, their guns have been going. To open. Um, and Maddie calls and ruins the moment uh, and says, hey, I sang for Dad. Uh, no, not Dad, Dad, the other one. Um, and she says, can you come Ted. pick me up? It's a bad line. I, suppose I sang for Ted. <laughs> He's my thunder buddy. She asks, she asks Raina to come pick her up because she's not in the mood for the sleepover she had planned for later that night. Um, and Raina says, yeah, I'll be there right, right away and hangs up and Luke says, you know, you go. The kids come first because he understands and they're so cute together. And he hates to see her go, but... He loves to watch her walk away. And then as she's walking away, he goes, hey. She turns around and he says, I just wanted to... to Look at you one more time. So I want to see you one more time. Then uh, he paints the outline of her nose around her yeah. body, and it's really, really, weird. really, really like, weird. Okay, on every part of the body, it hits her nose. What are you yeah. doing? Here? <laughs> um, I see where Avery and Deacon get to Shotgun Sally's. They're ready. They're about here to we go. go. Oh, this is great. I love Shotgun Sally's. This is my favorite scene. Is that laughter are you hear coming from Shotgun Sally's? Why, why are people laughing at whoever's up on stage? Because people do stick in between. You know, Springsteen will do like a 10-minute well, monologue between songs. So it's it's just some fun. Banter, some stage patter. Yeah, well, fun. Funny, yeah. because it uh, turns out Shotgun Sally's is now a comedy club. Um, oh, so Chip Eston. It's <laughs> time, to, time for Chip to come out and shine. <laughs> Deacon's um, going to go into a, a phone booth and spin around <laughs> five times and become Chip Eston, famous improviser. Well, Avery does say to, to Deacon, you know, it's still open mic night. <laughs> Why don't we, you know, there's two of us. Have you uh, heard of a double act? Um, but I don't think Deacon's in the moods for comedy. They could have started their own Garfield and Lenote situation. Yeah. How could that have been? I know. We've got That's an IFC show. No um, one noticed them. They would have sung a song for the Lego movie. <laughs> well, Raina's back home with Maddie. Um, she wants to have a movie night, but Maddie uh, would just rather just read while listen to music. Which And eat the popcorn. She'll eat the popcorn. Yeah. But uh, while listen to music, not just any music, Deacon's music, of course. It's kind of um, weird to hear the Deacon music in the archive of the sound. Yeah. Like it just yeah. lives there. But that's the nature of um, this tapestry they've weaved. And she says to uh, Raina, do you think Deacon will ever look at me the way Teddy looks at Daphne? You know, like a father, because that's what he is. And then uh, and then she decides, fuck it, let's have a movie night. Um, but uh, Raina says, not a scary movie, though. So there goes a Serbian film. Um, and there goes five other ones, films. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah scary, scary. So back at... Uh, <laughs> scary movie, oh. Let's go with v. Back at Shotgun Sally's, um, 
Deacon is saying, you know, this this is a sign, and Avery says, yeah, it's a sign that says Comedy Club. <laughs> we we both read it and we both realised. Um, Raina gives them a call and um, she says, listen, Maddie wants her father, and you're her father. And he says, well, what are you all doing tonight? Because I've got an idea. What is that idea? We don't know just yet. Ooh. Leaves us on, leaves us asking questions. This show is amazing. <laughs> It's the mysteries that you never realize. It's like the mysteries of Laura. We'll never know the mysteries of Laura <laughs> or the mysteries of Natura. Um, Will is at the bar um, in Houston, Texas. House He's watching streaking. sports like a proper straight guy. Yeah. Uh, and there's some guys behind him at the bar. Ruins. Um, and uh, Brett and Craig turn up at the bar to have something to eat and they sit down together. They're holding hands. They're what? They're holding hands? Oh my God. These guys at the bar. Turns out they're homophobes. And homophobes don't take too kindly to Brent and Craig holding hands. So they um, they get all up in their faces and they're like, uh, I don't think you uh, belong here. And um, Will kind of looks in the mirror and looks at them but kind of doesn't do anything. Grabs his hat, pops it on his head and just walks out. Puts the uh, puts the drinks on his, onto his room. He'll, he'll deal with it later. He's just getting out of that situation. That situation. Well... Brent and Craig are stuck there. So thanks for the help, Will. Good boy. Well yeah. done. Um, Jeff, meanwhile, calls Gunner. Uh, he says, listen, I listen to your, your music. He says, you've got potential, oh. but you're not there yet. Yay! <laughs> but I'm going to hook you up with a mentor. Uh-huh. A mentor. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm going to send you out on the road with uh-huh. an Ed Shill writer, and you're going to play at the festival. Um, at the music festival, that uh, Music City Music Festival, uh, that Teddy's setting up later down the line. But you go out on the road for now and and work with this uh, Edge Hill writer and and you know learn the tricks of the trade and maybe we'll we'll have something you know. Um, but now we're at the Bluebird. Yeah. Because Deacon's there. He's he's decided. Uh, yay. Yay. Uh, he's, he's, he's my favourite customer. Nice doggy. <laughs> yes, he is our favourite customer, yeah. Um, and, yeah, he's he's turned up and he's going to play and Maddie and Raina are there to watch. Now, um, now, now. How did Maddie... Now, now, brown cow. ...do with getting a doggy bag from the wedding? Did she get something nice to take home with her? Did she at least get a slice of cake? Did we see a slice of cake? No, I don't think she stayed that long. Oh, but the cow cut in the cake. She might as well have just got a slice when she's walking out. Yeah, I think she let Daphne. Food. I think she let Daphne have her slice because she's a nice sister. She, what well, Daphne doesn't need two slices. She's not big enough to have two slices. She's barely there. One <laughs> slice will fill her up. She's so small. Yeah. Well, um, Deacon sings uh, oh. "You're the Kind of Trouble" with uh, with Avery on guitar. What do you think about the song? I can finally ask you because they were only practicing for. Uh, yeah, I feel like I've heard this one before. It's a bit old hat. Yeah, it's a bit too fast-paced. I think for I don't know. I don't know. There's something about it. Um, but Maddie is watching, and she's got a big old smile on her face. So as long as Maddie's happy, I'm happy. That's not true. <laughs> Maddie's so, been sad at times, and sometimes even run away. You've still been happy. Sometimes you've laughed. Well, I'll tell She's you running away and you're laughing. <laughs> someone, 
someone who's not happy is Bobby Delmont. You know, he, he just lost his job and then he got it given back and he doesn't know what's going on. He's he's worried about job security right now. But he's come to see Juliet. Juliet's asked to see him. And she says, oh, I had a private concert with um, Charlie Avia. You might have heard of them. Yeah, you've heard of them. Of course you've heard of them. Um, and they love me. And they'll do anything for me. And that includes firing you. Multiple times. Uh, so I got you fired. You're fired again and, and again I, and again. Well, I got rehired, but you know, just know that if you so much as glance sideways at another girl, I won't only have you fired. I'll have Charles use his influence to make sure you never work again. Okay, but what if he's been knocked down on the floor and he's looking back up at the person who did it and it's a girl? Wow. He obviously has to be glancing sideways at that point. He can't be glancing forwards because there goes his job. And he has to get back up again. He's never going to keep him down. Well, wow. Well. Um, Nashua Chumbawamba. Uh, <laughs> it's the mashup you never knew you wanted until now. And she says, um, I asked Deacon singing, and he's taking a whiskey drink, he's taking a vodka drink, he's taking a lug drink, he's taking a side drink. Well, she says, uh, Oh, one, one more thing. Um, oh, yeah. oh, oh, sorry, it's Columbo. It's an episode <laughs> yes. of Columbo. She says, I get twice as much airtime as I, I get, get twice as much airtime as <laughs> from, from now on. <laughs> as I get Grant. Um, Will, meanwhile, is in the car park, I think it is. It is a car um, park. It yeah. is uh, underground. And, uh, and it's a the... nice shot of him in the close-up and this uh, doorway in the background. And then it gets ruined by the two homophobes who walk into shot um, and bump into Will. What? Are we not big on homophobes? We're not big on homophobes. Uh, we, we, I didn't check before the episode ended. Are we bad? But are we negative on homophobia? We're negative on homophobia. Oh, okay, that's well, the stance is... of this podcast. Oh, that's yours. That's the host stance. Um, you didn't. You didn't consult me, and uh, I've got some queries on this one. Okay, well, bring them up in Are You Moving Mad? Because that's your thing. Um, uh, I've got. I got some queries. What's your query? Go on. I don't like queries. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That was my bit. Wow. That was my bit. Um. Well, yeah, one of the uh, homophobes bumps into Will, and Will. No, 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 takes no, no, this... no, no. Will bumps into them. I'm pretty sure. I've seen one of them bumped into I've him because he. Why would he him. ask? Why would he ask them? Did you just? Why did you just bump into me? Because he's drunk. Um, and he's Will drunk, takes He's that... wearing a hat and it's cutting off his brain supply. <laughs> Will takes that as an opportunity to beat the living shit out of the homophobes. No, he gets called a jackass first. He does get called a jackass. And then he calls them a jackass and he punches one. And he punches the other guy. Then he continually beats the other guy up afterwards. Yeah. It's like two against one. He's really good at beating these guys off. <laughs> well, it's like he's had practice. Um... <laughs> yeah, right, proud of that one? You yeah. bet. Um, Layla and Juliet are in an elevator together. Um and uh, Layla says, sorry, I couldn't make it for your part of the gig. Uh, a DJ from Dallas uh, wanted an exclusive interview with me. So I had to exclusive do a little... So she says I had to do a little uh, exclusive interview. Um, and Juliet says, listen, if anyone treats you like a whore on my tour, uh, this is not the whore tour. Yeah, so you come to me. Um, what is the tour name? I can't remember. You had an hour. I know. Who cares? Um, <laughs> I, I do care. Uh, so she says, you know, this isn't the whore tour, so you come to me if anyone treats you like a whore. And uh, Lady says, listen, I'm not you. 
You go save someone else and walks out the door. Out the lift. Out the elevator. Walks out the door in the middle of the lift. It hasn't even got to a stop yet. Yeah, it's weird. He just falls down the chasm. Um, Avery is on the phone to Scarlet because, you know, they're starting to date again and they're all being all cutesy and he's like, oh, I was just thinking about you because he's always thinking about her. And he says, I'm just at the... He literally spent the entire time hanging out with Deacon playing guitar. Yeah, he says, I was was, was with Deacon and um, he's... um, with Raina and Raina's daughter, and Scarlet's like, oh, oh, Maddie's there. And he's like, yeah, Maddie's there. And, you know, every, uh, Scarlet's all excited. And um, he says, how's the tour going? And she says, yeah, it's going all right. He says, what's the tour bus like? And he, she says, it's uh, it's weird. They've, you know, everyone's got their little bunk beds, and they've put me in a little room at the back of the bus. Just as someone's um, getting out of the bathroom, which is right next to her bed. <laughs> going yeah. into his bunk. But she feels awkward about it. And he says, you are successful. You enjoy it. You're on the hottest tour of the year, and Raina James is in your corner, and you've got nothing to worry about, he says, Wait. as Gunner arrives on the tour bus. That's, that's, that's the tour of the year, I was going to say, so that's a yep. very important tour, so it'd be huge to get someone on there. You've ruined your surprise. Sorry. <laughs> well, I just thought it was funny that he says you've got nothing to worry about, just as Gunner gets on the, the tour bus. You see, but if you said you've got nothing to worry about, and I say, yeah, no, of course, it's the biggest thing of the year, blah, 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 and we go through that, and you go, oh, and here's Gunner. Da, 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 da. That's a thing. Sorry. You can never write television. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just I just write notes on television. <laughs> um, Will uh, turns up to <laughs> Will turns up at Lado's room, um, and it turns out he just needed to beat up some homophobics homophobes to get in the mood to um to have sex with Layla. I mean, and she says it's blood rising yep. like uh distracting yourself from your own like, sexuality beating like beating off over. yeah beating off a couple of guys in, in a parking lot a low-lit parking lot beating off yeah. some boys um maddie is uh nervous about hanging out with deacon alone um they're all uh well deacon says you know uh he was nervous about singing tonight he said he he's never comfortable uh without a guitar in his hand and she gets oh my god I'm not comfortable without a guitar in my hand. And it's like, oh my god, you probably got that from me because you're my dad. Oh my god, can I have a hand transplant because my career is based around me being able to play the guitar and I can't currently play guitar. That's why you were born. And Raina goes off to get uh, some more root beers and chicken fingers. Um, And uh, um, I have not served any chicken fingers this entire time I've been here. Was I can't practice beforehand? It was, yeah. I mean, I was hired the day everything shut down. Yeah. So I've not been actually out there serving people food. Yeah. I've I just, serve I've... drinks to random folk. I see a lot of homeless people who own like 800 different media outlets. <laughs> and I give them drinks at the middle of the night. But uh, food-wise, not, not so much. We'll get around to it. What food do we serve besides chicken fingers then? Just chicken fingers. Them. Just chicken fingers. Yeah. What about chicken tendies? Um... Tendy fingers, yeah. Tendy fingers. What about uh, wing things? Wing things, yeah. Wing, wing chicken wing thing tendies. See, the problem with that is on the menu you can't read it because it's in it's in wing dings. Yeah, <laughs> it says chicken wing things in wing dings. That's the irony of it all. Um, so Raina goes and uh, grabs some drinks and chicken fingers, and she's watching on, and you know, seen is her daughter and her daughter's father connecting. And um, he says, oh, where are your glasses? And she says, oh, I don't have glasses anymore. I have contacts because they make me feel a little more grown up. 
Um, and as someone who can't wear contacts, um, fuck you, Maddie. I agree. Um, I my uh, prescription is so vast. Yeah. Uh, if I had contacts, they would just be poking through for hours. Yeah. So Maddie uh, gets. Started. I still feel grown up. Thank you very much. Uh, well, um, I don't. Don't. I'm oh. sat here in the backstage of the Bluebird, feeling like a little child. Well, GDS. I do have a bow tie uh, and a lollipop and a yeah, propeller hat. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god! Um, I want you to be wearing that when we first meet again. After all well, this you better be wearing your goddamn cowboy hat you never wore after you came back. Yeah, Probably. I should really put that back on. Um, I to wear nothing else. <laughs> so you saying I can keep my hat on? You better. Um, hey, it's Juliet, ten gallons. It's going to cover up everything you need. Juliet is um is that in our hotel room, and she gets a knock on the door. She goes. Finally, she think, I think she thinks it's um um Charlie one half back to bite a finger. Think, yeah, she thinks it's uh one half of Chilivia. Chicken finger um, time. And it is one half of Chilivia. Yeah, but Charlie. Livia half of Chilivia. Oh no, because she knows. Yeah. She knows. They, she knows that they Um, and Juliet says, "Oh, hey, uh, uh, great to see you." And she says, "Did you Did come you to see the, the kid?" And she says, no, I didn't make it in time for the gig. And he says, and Julia says, oh, that's a shame. She says, how about we spend a day together tomorrow? We can find something exciting to do. And Olivia says, or oh, someone. She says, oh, yeah, I know. You're sleeping with my husband. But she says, what I don't understand is why you're not sleeping with me and plants a big old kiss on her lips. And we end the episode. What? A high five. High five. I like a thruple. <laughs> I, I mean, I did a, tell you, I did tell you last week that Julivia is this week. No, you you're saying Julivia. Julivia. That's uh, I like I like the thruple name. When you do that name, that's uh, that's not not so not so good. No, Julivia. Do you Julivia. not hear how it sounds? Oh, you you're no, because I I was being innocent. Thank you very much. Yeah, but in your innocence, you've invert, inadvertently got into a thing where you're signifying someone's religion. Or Let's wrap up. That's the end of this week's episode. Um, that was season two, episode seven. Uh, before we, I only yet. My... <laughs> Is that so hard? All right, all right, that makes sense. Yeah. Um. Now, do you like a Spanish only yet? <laughs> Potato only yet. I'll take it anyway. Um, oh, maybe I'll make it over easy for you. That was uh, that was season two, episode seven. She's got you, and yeah. she, yeah, she has. And Olivia has got Juliet, and you being Juliet Holmes. Apparently. Yes, you uh, think highly um, of yourself, considering to me you're a scarlet. I'm the new queen of country music. Thank you very much. You should bow I down. Give you the biggest compliment in the world, right there. Yeah, that's true. Um, where can I find you to um to suggest uh more couple names no to suggest more um gunner scott songs for you to listen to why would you keep... do every <laughs> we do every week no stop suggesting you know what suggest uh avery backing bands this week suggest at ethan, um, ethan run gunner scott, scott song suggestions to at ethan run on twitter you heard it here count um yeah, send me beans to count i want to go to harvard <laughs> Oh, Jeff's going to be all over you. Oh, um, <laughs> that's what you want, though, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, bow down. 
Um, you can find me. Thank you so much for asking. Um, you can find me at movie underscore mad. I actually fucking did ask on Twitter. I know that's why I said thank you so much for asking. Oh, <laughs> <All right>, mate. <laughs> the one right, time, mate. mate. Um, you can find me at movie underscore mad on Twitter. You can find us on bluebird underscore pod on Twitter. Uh, you can email us bluebirdpod at hotmail dot com. Uh, find us on uh, Instagram at bluebirdpod and Facebook dot com slash bluebirdpod. We're all over the place. Pretty consistent. We are pretty consistent. Um, pretty inconsistent. I am pretty inconsistent. I'm awful with social media. It's not what I just said. <laughs> You're pretty. I'm consistent. All oh, right. Sorry. Fair enough. Yeah. Again, I'm sending you compliments, and you're just cutting yourself down. Yeah, that's what I'm I try, do. I'm trying hard here, and you're hard at trying. <laughs> um, until next week for season two, episode eight. Exciting. Is it? Is well, it yeah. It's a lesbian storyline. How, how close are we to the uh, midpoint of the season, then? How, or at least um, the winter break? Uh, oh, what's so the mid mid-season finale? Yeah, but where do we get? Where do we um, at for Christmas? I don't know. Uh, you pad a bit. I'm gonna. How can you uh, not? These are the things. Suppose a couple of weeks ago I said in your notes, why don't we have the air dates? I like to know things. <laughs> Sorry. Just yeah. Discussed. We did it for a couple of weeks there, and then I. Yeah, and then you keep forgetting, and it seems interesting that you keep forgetting. <laughs> Sorry. And it's not like uh, we're doing you know things randomly like this. I I do ask, and you do not receive. <laughs> I'm glad we've got writers and directors involved, but I would like. <laughs> More pertinent information. What were the will... adverts on the original broadcast? <laughs> Fuck that. I'm not going <laughs> that deep. <laughs> um, right, so episode 89. Um, so the mid season finale is episode 10. Um, next week we've got episode 8. Um, oh, so we're, we're heading into the November. Oh. Episode eight. Do you want the? Uh, yeah, we're we're thirtieth, twentieth of November, twenty thirteen is uh, next week's episode. Oh, so we're around Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yes. Uh, do you want to know the title of next week's episode? No, I don't. No. no. It's a good one. It's a really good one. <laughs> we will find out. Yeah. Next week. Come back next week to find out more. Also, if you want to know why uh, they called the St- <laughs> Sylvester Stallone film cliffhanger, I'll tell you next week.